and welcome back to another edition of Official Word Sports. I'm Vince, and I'm here with the crew. I got Stevie D and JB, and we are doing more of our NFL 2020 preview, and this takes us out west. And I know somebody with us is happy that we're going out west. So without further ado, let's just get it started. JB, take it away. Yeah, baby. Defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. Um Yes, there's a lot to be excited about coming into this year. They they didn't lose much. Um, their biggest impacts really was uh, Damian Williams and and Duvernay Tardif opting out for the COVID stuff, and they replaced Williams with their first round draft pick in uh, Edwards Alaire, who's from everything I've heard from camp is just an absolute beast. And then they replaced uh, Duvernay Tardif with your boy from the Jets, Kalichi Osimile. Is that how you say that? Help yeah, me good luck. Well, good luck with that guy. You had actually yeah. you did a great job. That's how you pronounce his name. Okay, great. Um, but but really, that's it. The rest of the team's coming back. I mean, they lost. Uh, oh, your your guy from Buffalo, the linebacker Raglan. Reggie Raglan's gone. He wasn't much anyway. Um, so they Where'd just they filled him in with Damian Wilson. Um, and then they drafted Willie Gay Jr. That guy's a beast as well at linebacker. Um, he's going to step right in and do a good job. So, I mean, Brett Veach, guys, he's a wizard. He's a wizard. They had, was it $177 in cap room before the draft? Not $177,000, not $177 million, $177. They signed Patrick Mahomes to the biggest contract in history. They signed Chris Jones to a monster contract. They signed all their rookies, and they still have cap space. And they re-signed Kelsey, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That's very recent. Good call. They re-signed Kelsey. Um, I don't know how he does it. He's a wizard. Um, If he can keep doing that, they're going to stay strong for a long time. Really, I guess I did miss one key loss. The longest tenure on the team. Dustin Colquitt, the punter, <laughs> is gone, um, which I was actually sad to see him go. I love Dustin Colquitt. You can't pay somebody that much money to maybe punt twice a game and then hold a bunch of extra points. Well, so I, I think they lost the chemistry when they cut the punter. I'm just going to throw it out there. You know what? He was a good clubhouse <laughs> leader, but they've got some pretty decent leaders in that clubhouse. <laughs> so I think they'll be okay. Um, I mean – I don't think any of us are going to disagree. They're going to win this division, probably walking away. Um, I've got a ceiling of 14 and two and a floor of 12 and four. I mean, I just don't see them doing any worse than that. Um, so I, I guess I'll predict 13 and three right down in the, right down the middle there um, with a real shot of, of going back to the Super Bowl and winning the thing. But, you know, I'm a homer. So, well, you know, in all fairness, as, as, as you're the homer, I don't think you're really stepping out of line with everything you said, to be honest with you, right? They got the best player in football in my eyes and Patrick Mahomes, um, just to stud all around. I mean, we all know what the Chiefs have. I mean, they got speed everywhere, and they got a counterback that can put it anywhere on the field and match that speed of the receiver. It's just a deadly combination. It's just, to me, unless you got a really stout defense, you have to go in playing Kansas City knowing that you have to score 45 or more points to, to have a shot to win that game. At unless, least. Unless, right? I mean, if you got a really good defense, you should be able to, to tame them a little bit. 
But if you don't have a stout defense, you're going to have to put up 40, 45 or more, right, to, to beat the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, I, I just don't see any holes. Uh, I, I mean, I, we can talk about the Chiefs all you want. I, yes, <laughs> they just got every. I mean, look, look at the defense. You got Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Willie Gay Jr., which I, I agree with you. Great, great uh, pick there. Um, you got the Honey Badger on the back end. Yep. Don't forget about Juan Thornhill, guys. I mean, he he was a rookie last year. He got hurt in that playoff game um, and wasn't able to play in the Super Bowl, but he was really coming on his own in that safety position. Um, and, and, your, and your backup is not pretty, is not that awful either in Sorensen's, right? So, yeah, I mean, Sorensen was – I think he single-handedly won that Texans game in the playoffs. I mean, he made two huge special teams plays to get them back in that game. And without that, who knows if they can make that comeback or not. So Wait a uh, minute. Hold on, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out who is the Chiefs fan. I think it's Steve. I, I think so too. I, think I mean, so. just rattling off the whole roster up and down. It's a solid roster, man. I, all- I, I know football. What can I tell you? I know rosters. <laughs> well, and let's not forget here, guys. I mean, I mean, what's what's happening here? It's similar to what happened up in New England for years. Guys want to win, so guys like Sammy Watkins are willing to readjust their salary or their contracts and take a smaller salary to stay. That's how Brett to to make the things happen, right? That's how Brett Veach is able to get this cap space. These guys are willing to restructure so they can stay there. Um, And I mean, I just don't see this team taking a step back anytime soon. If they're healthy, there's always that, but what do you guys think? 13 and three sound fair. I, I heard that Stevie D. Don't don't think that I did not hear that. Another shot fired. I see we're gonna have. Well, I don't here. know what you're talking about. Did anybody out there hear that? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Thirteen and oh, three. Yeah, I see thirteen and three. Thirteen and three. Yeah, that's that that's legit. Um, you you are definitely the benefactor of a division that is. I don't know how to describe them. They're not in chaos. They're, I guess, rebuilding, right? Is that a fair yeah. statement for yeah, the rest of the fair. division? Yeah. So, yeah. so you're going to be the benefactor of that, and you know, in a way, that's good, but in a way, you know, it's it's kind of dumbing down the competition. Does that hurt you guys? I I think you have enough talent. You have talent at all the all the skill positions. The rookie running back that you have coming in, he he is, he he's a, he's a he's the real deal. Right, we saw him at LSU. Uh, he he is definitely the real deal. Has played on the big stage. That that's definitely going to help you. My question is your defense. Uh, I I heard you guys talk about some of the guys on defense. I just wonder if that defense can sustain for sixteen games. We know that Pat Mahomes. We know that Kelsey. We know that offense can. But can the defense do it? Yeah, you know why I think they can, because they got Spagnola as the coordinator. If if they still had Bob Sutton. Yeah, I'd give you that, but 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 Spags is a, is is legit. He's a legit defensive coordinator, uh, and that there's enough talent on that defense that will make Spagnola's defense even. You know, what when Spags has the players, and you can say this about any defensive coordinator, but he was really special when he's with the Giants as a defensive coordinator when he had talented players, and when he's got talented players, he makes them he elevates their game even more. So, uh, I I wouldn't d- discount that defense. Yeah, they, remember it took them a while to get going because they had to learn Spagnola's um, system, 
But once once it started clicking, all of a sudden it just seemed like they got to I don't I don't know what week it was. All of a sudden they let's say it was week ten. All of a sudden it was like bam. They just it was a totally different defense once they learned um the, the plays. It was how they, how they executed. Some of that was schedule driven too, but yeah. Um, they came together towards the end of the year. And, and I will say, Vince, their weaknesses, especially last year, were cornerback and, and linebacker. Um, they didn't really address the cornerback in the offseason, but but bringing Willie Gay Jr. in uh, to play that linebacker spot, I think that helped shore that linebacker group up. And that was really where they struggled, especially in stopping the run, was with those linebackers. So uh, their, their front four are solid. Their safeties are, are probably one of the best tandems in the league. Um, it's going to be, can their corners hold and can those linebackers play, play the run? But those are the only concerns I have really for the entire team. So let, let's look at the rest of the division, which is just a, again, just a, a they look like a pile of mashed potatoes. <laughs> you, you just don't know what is what. Uh, let, let's look at the Chargers. All right. And and I'll take the Chargers, guys. You know, looking at the Chargers, I, I'm looking at a team head headed up by Anthony Lynn. Um, that there there really should not be a lot of expectations for success. Be they they lost Phillip Rivers, longtime quarterback, um, and probably one of the reasons. You know, great stat guy, but never could get it done. And probably one of the reasons why through the years, the Chargers never were able to really be successful in the NFL. Um, now they have Tyrod Taylor in at quarterback. And once again, Tyrod finds himself in the situation where he's basically the stopgap quarterback. But the question is, how are the Chargers going to play 2020? If they decide to go with Tyrod Taylor, well, now hold on a minute. You know, hold the phone because Tyrod Taylor has proven himself over the years to be a good and better than serviceable quarterback. Don't forget, he made it to the Pro Bowl. So we're, we're talking about, if you want to look at the resume, we're talking about a past Pro Bowl quarterback. They have great weapons at wide receiver. You have Keenan Allen and you have uh, Mike Williams. So they they have they have the weapons for him to go to. Um but then, you know, then after that, you're looking at Austin Eckler at running back. I could deal with that. I could deal with it. Absolutely, I could deal with that. Um, you're, you're looking at Hunter Henry at tight end. Yeah, I could deal with that. You have Mike Pouncey and Brian uh, Bulaga. I could deal with that up front on that offensive line. So now you're looking at a team that actually could be successful. Right, they have a lot of key pieces, and as we've talked about on, on this show and previous shows, you know, they have some weapons on offense. And if Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback, he will be able to not only be a dual threat quarterback, but he'll be able to help put them in the position to put points on the board. You look at them on defense, and Joey Bosa signed a massive deal uh, at the beginning of training camp. You have Melvin Ingram. All right, I can deal with that. You got you have Chris Harris Jr. So they they have some pieces on defense. I'm not sold on the defense at all, but they have some pieces there. So they can get some things done. But the the big question mark, and guys, we talked about this, is what's going to happen under center. If they go with Tyrod Taylor, 
I could see the the Chargers having a, a decent to successful year. Are they going to finish above the the Chiefs? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But will they have a chance for that wild card? Yeah, I think they could. If they go to the rookie, their number one pick, Justin Herbert, who is definitely the truth. We saw we we were talking about him after we saw him play in college. Uh, was it last year's DVD? I think we were talking about him or two years ago talking about when this kid comes out, Oh yeah, you know, he's going to be the real deal. This, this guy can spin that ball, but he's a rookie. And by him being a rookie, he's not going to have a Dan Marino type season. This, this kid's going to have to learn. So uh, I, I would see growing pains at least for the 2020 season, if they go with Justin Herbert. So I, you know, that's why I call it mashed potatoes. The, the Chargers and Anthony Lynn haven't told us where they're going to go. And you can only assume that at least for the first couple games that it's going to be Tyrod Taylor's team and for the balance of the season, then it would be Justin Herbert's team, which at that point, then I, I really have uh, the Chargers at like five and 11 or four and 12. I have them towards the bottom. Well, you know, it's interesting, right? So um, obviously Tyrod played up in Buffalo. So, as a as a Jet fan, I, I I've seen a lot of Tyrod Taylor. Right, he he does he's not a turnover machine. He 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 does miss open receivers. A couple of years ago, when you break down the film, you said, "Wow, look at all those open receivers he missed." But um, what I Anthony Lynn, I love Anthony Lynn by the way as a coach, and I think Tyrod Taylor has a a very small window here with Herbert ready to ready to, to take his spot. And, and, you know, what a, would be nice for the Rams, even if they didn't win necessarily a lot of games, if Tyrod Taylor played well, hit his marks, kept him in games, uh, and as long as he's doing that, I think he continues to play. But if he goes on a little bit of a downward spin around week five, week six, I, I can see Lynn making that switch to that young kid. Because uh, let's face it, he is the future. And and if Tyrod Taylor does somehow start slipping and, and games aren't close, whether it's Tyrod Taylor's fault or not, you're just going to start hearing the change for the change, right? And I think it's going to happen. And if he's your franchise, I wouldn't start him game one uh, with no preseason. I wouldn't do it. I don't think it's fair to him. Um, I think he should watch with the clipboard in the earpiece, watch the speed of the game, and let let that kind of dictate the first few weeks. And if Tyra starts to to shake, then I would make the change somewhere in midseason if Tyra Taylor is having a weak season. I'm really not going to get into the rest of the breakdown of the team, Vince. I thought you you know there's only so much you can break down on the Chargers for me. Uh, I thought you went over the roster really well. I'm with you on, on, on the five wins. Uh, again, it all it'll there's so many factors there. Can Tyrod Taylor surprise and do really – I don't know if he would surprise me because I liked him as a starting quarterback. So I don't know if I would necessarily be surprised because I've seen him play some good football. Yeah, he missed some some open receivers, but he played really good football. He didn't turn it over. And when you don't turn the football over, you really give your team a shot to win football games. So I, I, I'd see him at 5-11, and 11, maybe 6-10. and 10. Um, That's where I got the Chargers. Yeah, five and eleven, six and ten is probably about right. Uh, one guy you didn't bring up, Vento, I'm actually kind of high on, and I think he could potentially give Austin Eckler a run for his money back there. Is Justin Jackson? Um, 
I don't know that Eckler's Eckler's really good out of the backfield. I don't know how much they want to use him as a full-time back. So I do think Justin Jackson could end up having a pretty good impact back there in the backfield. Um, the other advantage the Chargers have that most of the teams in the league don't have is they're used to playing in an empty stadium. So, you know, they got that going for them. <laughs> Shots uh, fired. Hey, Shots it's fired. just facts, man. It's just facts. But, hey, yeah. Stevie D, is it a shot fired when there's nobody there to receive it? Right. Well, I guess that's fair. Yeah, five and eleven. I mean, but it, but it's like, come on, it's like taking a cheap shot. It is. It is. I mean, that, I mean, that's a, that's, that, a, that's a low blow. That that's yeah. a low blow, JB. It's We're not, not about low blows over here. We fire right at each other. <laughs> <laughs> we fire right at each other. We're the only two that are roofing us in the same division. All right. So, you know, that's that rivalry shot, though, right? It's that rivalry shot. You know, it it's is. That division that, that, it's that shot that, hey. We're keeping you down, Chargers. We know what we got, right? Well, so. I'm just interested to see if they if they do the cardboard cutouts in the stands, how many of them have Chiefs jerseys on. <laughs> oh, God. They want it to be realistic, you know. Oh. Woo. You better hope. You better <laughs> hope. <laughs> I mean, on paper, isn't that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> on paper, but we don't play the game on paper. You better hope. <laughs> Oh, I am going to save this save this date. That's cool. You can replay it in about 10 years when the Chargers win a game. CBD, wow. we, we have to get our powder blue jerseys. Oh, for yeah. That <laughs> Not the old LT jersey. We actually have one, actually. Oh, all my right. Someone's collecting football jerseys. He's got an old powder blue LT. He's also got a New York Jet Tomlinson jersey, too. Nice. Anyway. I, yeah. I, I digress. Wait, hold on. He's got a Marshawn Lynch Buffalo Bills jersey. Yeah. He's got um, – we still have him because we haven't gotten rid of him. He's got about 20-something jerseys from a lot of different players from around the league. Does he have a Patriot jersey? No. Does, does, no. He, have a, does he have a Dolphin jersey? No, he doesn't. I said from many teams around the league. But he has a Buffalo Bills jersey. Yeah, because his uncle is a Buffalo Bill fan. <laughs> that picture still haunts my dreams. Maybe, maybe we'll blur out the face, but put up the picture. Oh, God. <laughs> One of the greatest ever. Unbelievable. All right. All right, guys. Let's talk about the Broncos. To who? <laughs> Let's talk about the Broncos. Uh, do we have to? I... I don't really want to, but JB has has love for the Broncos because of their signal caller. I I have zero love for the Broncos. I have love for the signal caller, Drew Lock. <laughs> Still, so you want you want him to go undefeated then? No, I I want him to lose. I just want him to put up good numbers. So if they went fourteen and two, you'd be okay with that? No. What do you no. mean? I'd be okay if they went two and fourteen, but he put up four thousand yards. Well, that, that just that doesn't just sound doesn't convincing. Happen. No, it doesn't sound convincing. No, you, you've been you've been hyping up Drew Locke this whole time. No, he does scare me, honestly, as a Chiefs fan. Not this year. I think he needs a year or two to to really become a top notch quarterback. But I think he's got it in him. If he has it in him, that means that Elway has finally found his quarterback. No, and I don't want that to happen. I'm sorry. I like watching him take quarterback after quarterback. It's kind of fun. 
So, but let, yeah, let's let's take a look at let's look at the Broncos. So we talk about they have Drew Lock. They they've officially gone away from that disaster of Joe Flacco coming out there. Um, you you have Drew Lock in there. You have Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay splitting in that backfield. Melvin Gordon, formerly of the Chargers, who says that he's going to make the Chargers pay. Uh, that's a nice acquisition in there, right? You got a, got a good running back. He he possesses everything you need. He's got the hands. He can run in between the tackles. He can run outside, and he can take it to the house. Uh, but Philip Lindsay, he's the incumbent. That's his team. That's his spot. So it's going to be interesting how they run that two-headed monster in that backfield. Uh, when I look at their wide receivers, they have Cortland Sutton, who very nice wide receiver, right? It's high grades from all the defensive backs and all the corners in the league talking about his length, his catch radius. Um, but he never really has taken it to that next level. And so then they went out in the draft and they picked up Jerry Judy out of Alabama. Solid pickup. You got a guy that has the speed that can stretch the field. He can work the intermediate routes, has great hands, probably coming off that tradition of the Alabama wide receiver. Cause you know, Alabama is horrible at producing NFL players on defense, but for wide receiver, man, that tree is long coming out of Alabama and Jerry Judy definitely can do that for them. The strength of the Broncos to me though, is not going to be on the offensive side of the ball. Cause no matter how many good wide receivers and yet you have a young quarterback who is still unproven, even though he's got a big fan over there in, in Kansas, he's still unproven. So then you have to look at the defensive side of the ball and that's where their power lies. I mean, you got two of the best there in Von Miller and Nick Chubb guys are, are absolute, or I'm sorry, Nick Chubb. I meant Bradley Chubb. You have these two guys that are over there that are just wreaking havoc on quarterbacks. And then you, then you have in the secondary, you have Kareem Jackson and, and Justin Simmons. So you, you have some guys there in that secondary that are playmakers. So it, it's definitely going to be feast or famine as long as the offense is able to um, keep them in the game. I think the defense, which is kind of usually the, the flip, right? You want the defense to keep them in the game and let the offense win it. I think the offense keeps them in the game and the defense will win for them. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Um, the only thing that you misspoke about is he doesn't have a fan in Kansas. In fact, he probably doesn't have very many fans in Kansas. He has a fan in Missouri. Oh, okay, Missouri. Ah, <laughs> a lot of fans in Missouri. Um, the Kansas folks probably don't like the Missouri Tigers all that much. But, uh, no, I think that's fair. I mean, the strength is their defense. Von Miller, like you said, he's a stud. Bradley Chubb's a stud. I don't forget about A.J. Bouye back there at the cornerback. Um, yeah, I, I – I think they can they can probably get to ten wins if if their offense can play Ooh. well. If their offense it, plays well, I, I think I can see them getting to ten. I wasn't giving them that much love. You, you Remember know, the mashed potato thing in the beginning? Well, that's that's high, that's high end. That's ceiling, right? I, I don't know that they'll necessarily get there, but I think they have a ceiling of about ten wins. Uh, I don't see ten, uh, but. I also I don't know if I believe in the Vic Fangio marriage there in Denver either, um, as a coach, um, as a head coach. I, I I don't know. I'm although they did play better in the second half of the season last year. I really don't have anything to say about Denver. I don't like Denver. I don't like anything about Denver. I I, I can't stand John Elway. 
I hate everything about the orange crush or whatever you want to call them. So I'm abstaining before I get fired from doing this podcast. Say <laughs> something that I shouldn't be saying. So I'll just leave it at that. Next. I won't fire anybody for talking bad about the <laughs> All right. Well, the autumn wind is here. It's time yes. for the Raiders. The Raiders. Las Vegas? Yeah, I guess that's what they're called now. I I don't know. I, I'm having I'm struggling with the name Las Vegas Raiders. Um, just just like everybody in the black hole must be throwing up every time they hear the word Las Vegas. But out with the old, in with the new. They're hey, opening CBD. up the new Yeah, DVD. Before you get started, so we have the jar for the Washington Football Team, which we have to contribute to. Let's have a jar for the Raiders. Every time you say Oakland or Los Angeles. You're going to have to drop into that jar. Okay, so so far I'm doing good, though. You, you are doing good. Yes, you are. Because I'm staring at the name. <laughs> so I don't make that mistake. we got to do the same thing for the Chargers because I still call them San Diego. Yeah, we do. We do. So good point about that one. So the Las Vegas Raiders, um, coached by John Gruden. Um, you know, I on paper – I kind of like a little bit of the Raiders. I got to be honest with you, from the, from their roster perspective, uh, I, I know some people are not usually high on Derek Carr, um, and maybe because they still have the taste of his brother out there. Uh, but again, Josh Josh Jacobs is a beast as a running back. Um, you got Tyrell Williams. They drafted Rugs from from uh, Henry Rugs third from where? What college? Okay. Alabama. Yeah, right. <laughs> Another one from Alabama. Right? I mean, it's crazy. And they got, you know, Darren Waller has, has found a home with Las Vegas, and he's got his life together. I don't know if you know the whole story about Darren Waller and, and, and some substance abuse problems that he had younger. And he, and he found his way, and he's a great young kid. Uh, I'm so happy for him that, that he found the peace with himself, and, and he's turned it around uh, because he's an awesome talent. And they got future Hall of Famer Jason Witten is, is the, the two-headed monster there at tight end. Again, Jason Witten's not, you know, breaking any barriers. But if you throw it in his area, he's going to catch it. Um, so offensively, I, I they got weapons. Um, and, and remember, they still got Hunter Renfro. The, the, what do they call it? The, um, uh, the, uh, the oh, my God, it's escaping me. The Hard Knocks. The, the, the story of last year of Hard Knocks was, was Hunter Renfro. Right with with John Gruden, he, he fell in love with him, and he actually he, he played very well last year. And then, can they get anything out of Nelson Aguilar? Right? Can can this kid stay healthy and, and do something for the Raiders? Could be you know a decent fourth receiver. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, you know they they got some playing. They got Max Crosby, Malik Collins, Corey Littleton, Jonathan Abram, which they got nothing out of him last year because he got hurt early and missed the rest of the season. Um, uh, you know the Raiders. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I think they're better than the Chargers. I think. I think they're better than the Broncos. Um, uh, uh, and so I, I. I see the Raiders at eight and eight. Possibly, if everything goes well, and everything clicks somehow, maybe they get to nine wins. Uh, but really, probably more eight and eight. Um, and that's kind of what I see out of the Raiders. They're just. I think they're going to go as far as Derek Carr is going to lead that offense. If he has a good year, I think the Raiders can get to nine wins. If he doesn't have a good year, eight and eight, 
And you best. guys, you guys are throwing out wins like it's like it's Christmas. Come on. Well, you know, hey, if I got to cover a team, I'm trying to help them out. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm out. I can't. I can't give them like the Hugh, Hugh Jackson's Cleveland Cleveland Browns of, of you know one in fifteen, zero oh, in sixteen. You know, like our buddy Hugh out there. But it's mashed um, potatoes. It's, it's not it's mashed just, potatoes. It's mashed potatoes. It's not mashed potatoes. Hey, Las Vegas. I got you. Steve's just trying to get a free stay at Caesar's Palace, man. That's all he's. Hey, hey I'll take it. I'll I, take I, it, Caesar's. You're, you're my guy, Caesar. You're my guy. Let's do I don't. It. See I, it. I like the Bellagio. You know, more yeah. Italian. There you go. I don't see eight wins. Maybe six. Um, oh. One one interesting thing with the Raiders is I don't know that Gruden's married to Carr, and they no. brought Mariota in. Yes. So yeah, he could a, have a short point. leash, and, and they could swap Mariota out at any given time. And, and Mariota's shown that he can win some ball games with not great teams. I mean, those Tennessee teams when he was quarterback, and they weren't great. And he found some ways to win some ball games. So I think Carr's leash could be pretty short. Um, so their season's really going to depend on that quarterback play, just like you know most teams do. But – I don't think their defense is strong enough uh, to to get them there. I really don't. I'm going to tell you the problem. The problem right there, over there, is a gentleman by the name of John Gruden. Oh, whoa! That's the problem. He he is a 500 coach that has you know has mediocre type success. He came into Tampa when he won the Super Bowl, and then after that went sub 500. Went five and eleven, and then got fired. John, John Gruden is, is not the the coach that people think that he is. Um, you know, maybe as an offensive coordinator, maybe I'll give you that. But no, uh, John Gruden is is going to be the detriment to the to the Raiders. The no, fact John that the Gruden, man, John Gruden is a detriment to Tampa. When he puts on that 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 silver and black, he's different. I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to help you guys, Raiders. I'm trying. I'm trying, Raider fans. I'm trying. Right. Yeah, I don't think that, so. That that whole Chucky thing, it, that that's done. You you <laughs> can stare. You can stare all you want. Try to do that little one-eyed stare. Uh, that that doesn't phase people. They no. I no. <laughs> Football I, I evolved. Have... Football evolved way too much while he was in the booth. Absolutely. Uh, no. He hasn't adjusted, and maybe he will. Right? Maybe he'll adjust, but. I'm with you, Vince. I, I don't see him winning with that guy. So, yeah, I, I, I still look at the rest of the teams in the AFC West as just mashed potatoes. Who comes yeah, but, out of it? Yeah, but you, you, you're forgetting the X factor. Why they moved to Vegas. Why they're going to do so good at home. You got the Bunny Ranch right down the road. The players are going to go to Vegas. The road teams are going to go to Vegas. They're going to hit the Bunny Ranch. They're not going to be focused. Well, that's all, the the more reason, that's all the more reason why they're going to lose. These players are going to be hanging out at the Bunny Ranch. No, 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 no. no. That guy's name Dennis Hall? No, no, no he died. Oh, uh, did he? But, yeah, he died. But, but I'm just saying, they got it out of their system already. That's that's how – when they signed on the contract for the Las Vegas Raiders when you signed as a free agent, it's there at the Bunny Ranch. And they say, pick from what you want. And they so they got it all out of them now. CBD, they, they, have, they have membership cards that are attached to their keychains. <laughs> just like when you go to Costco, you know, they got their little card that they're just gonna swipe, show their card, they're like, oh, you're with the Raiders. Come on in. 
You guys saw the new stadium. Looks like a Roomba. <laughs> it's going to suck up all the trash. They're not going to have any fans left. Oh, you know, there you go again. There's nobody here to accept that shot that you fired. You got it, me. It is. I can't put on a Raiders jersey. I, that I refuse to do. But, boy, it, it you better win. You better win. I'm just saying that now. You better win. Well. All right, guys. So, wait. I still say we have mashed potatoes. I, I'm just calling it mashed potatoes. Well, it is mashed potatoes because the Chiefs are going to r- run away with the division by, by you know, easy five games. You know, again, these are predictions. We don't know what's actually going to happen, who's going to stay healthy, right? So, wh- one thing we know, the Chiefs are pretty darn good. And so you can pencil them in there for a minimum of 13, maybe 14. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, JB, I'm showing your team some love. I, I agree. The Chiefs 13-3, 14-2. Um, everybody else, as much as I talked about John Gruden, I, at the end of the day, I think that the Chargers are going to end up playing Justin Herbert. And when that happens, you know – not not that it's a bad thing for him because it's going to be his development, but he's going to be a rookie. I, you know, I see them going six and ten. I see the Broncos right in that same category, right around six and ten, which probably leaves the Raiders at about a seven and nine. And and that's the mashed potatoes. The, the, all three of those teams are going to be between you know five and eleven and seven and nine. Yeah, I like the Broncos a little bit more than you guys do. Um, I, I think their defense is strong enough to carry garbage. the garbage. <laughs> do Do we get him a Drew Locke jersey for, uh, for garbage? Person? Yeah, I, I need I need a fire starter so we can use that as kindling. <laughs> no, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think eight or nine wins is none of the question for that team. I mean, they've got a defense. You can win games with the defense. Garbage. Garbage. So who do we who do we have at number two? We have I I have the Raiders yeah. at two. Yeah, JB. I got the Raiders. Raiders, baby. JB, uh, we're we're gonna have to ask you to to we, uh, we can go to consensus with the Raiders, but just so the listeners know, at the end of the season, I said Broncos. So for the, official word sports official rankings will go Raiders. Now for the third spot. Who gets the third spot? Are we saying then that the Broncos get the third, or do the Chargers get the third with potentially that rookie quarterback? I think I agree with you that Herbert's going to start partway through the season, so I think the Chargers have to go to the bottom. Yeah, but and here's what I'll say for 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 Herbert that that's going to be helpful if he doesn't if he gets to play teams that don't have fans in the stands. That will help him as the quarterback. Yes, it will have that 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 won't you know the crowd noise won't be a factor. But if uh, on the road, playing, if Herbert's playing, that means they're not winning. Yeah, that's, that's that, that is true too. Because <laughs> if they're winning with Taylor, they're not they're not going to switch no, it. No, but in all fairness to Taylor, this always happens to him. So I think he's going into it knowing that he's going to get screwed on the deal, <laughs> and, and Herbert will be quarterback week one, which I don't. Well, I, I don't think it's fair to him, but. And I've mentioned this in the past, this extra playoff spot, guys, that that's going to change how some teams do some things, right? They may, they're not going to be out of it as quickly. So they may not pull the trigger as quickly on some of these things. Fair. That, that's a fair statement. So guys, that's, that, that's going to bring the AFC West to the Chiefs. 
the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers. I think we're good there. By the way, since we're getting so close to the start of the season, it's time for fantasy football, guys. And so for fantasy football, we have uh, re-enabled the official word sports fantasy football league. Fantasy football league will be hosted on Yahoo fantasy football. And so what we're going to do, we are going to open it up to some of our listeners that are out there. You can either tweet us at, at real OW sports, Uh, come to our Facebook page, official word sports on Facebook and leave a message that you want to join the fantasy football league. And we have to figure out what prize we're going to give away guys. Something that'll be nice. Maybe a trophy official word sports trophy for winning the fantasy football league. And I have jets jets apparel, jets apparel. Uh, No, I I've dusted, I've dusted off. Uh, some room on the shelf for my next fantasy football trophy. So, but you're going to give the Jets apparel to last place. So, fortunately, Stevie's already got it. So, hey, I'll take it, baby. I'll take it. Absolutely. So, let's uh, again shoot us a message uh, at our Twitter account at Real OW Sports. Leave us a message at uh, our Facebook page, Official Word Sports, uh, and let us know you want to be in the league, and we will save a spot for you. We're going to have uh, a live draft on Yahoo, and then we will be talking about that show, talking about the season all throughout the show. But that's going to wrap this one up for JB, for Stevie D. I'm Vince, and we'll talk to you.